This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Glenn the Geek, and we are in Versailles, Kentucky. I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm also in Versailles, Kentucky. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 8th. Episode is brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. We are so excited. We are sitting to describe the scene. We are sitting in a gazebo. You can hear the cicadas. You can hear them. Yeah, they're loud tonight. We are at Karen's, which you've heard her name many times in this show, from Kentucky Performance Products, and it's her gazebo at her house. We're actually recording this the night before. We'll give a little secret away. So, uh, And we're also sitting in front of her beautiful barn. We, we have the scenic uh, farms that we're overlooking on top of the hill here, and she is sitting right now in front of her brand-new sparkling Indoor arena. Hi, Karen. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> it's so fun to be looking at you talking for a I know. Change. We hardly ever get to see each other. <laughs> it's be- been such a fun social day here in Kentucky yes. to, to meet up with all the listeners last night, but then to be able to hang out with Karen and Reese today quite a bit was so awesome. I know, because we never get to just talk. And to yeah. see where you live, like, oh my gosh, this is like horse girl paradise. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> it's pretty special. I tell everybody, you'll have to drag me out of here. I'm going to be dead when you drag yeah. me out of here. <laughs> I can yeah. see why. I can see that. It's absolutely beautiful. Well, we're going to come back and talk to you a little bit more, Karen, a little bit later about your ponies. You know, we always talk to you about business and work, and we'll cover, we'll touch on that. But I think today's going to be about Karen and her ponies and, and this beautiful place you live at. And we're going to have a lot of interviews for you tonight. And they're all pretty short. So, uh, but we're going to do that. We're going to have a lot of interviews. Jamie came in, flew in yesterday morning, Saturday morning, mm-hmm. uh, to Kentucky, and Karen picked her up. Thank you for playing Uber. We yep, appreciate it. Karen, I have something to tell you. Oh, no, oh, what? No, <laughs> so, do you remember you picked me up and I said, do you want me to map our way to the Marriott? Right. And you were like, no, I know where the Marriott is. <laughs> and you took me to the Marriott and you dropped me off and you left. It's the wrong Marriott? Wrong Marriott. <laughs> There's like five of them in this I town. went into the desk and I was like, hi, um, my room. I'd like my room, please. Jamie Jennings. And they were like, uh, we don't have you. I was like, uh, Glenn Hebert? No. Horse Radio Network? No. I was oh, like, well, no. here's the email right here. And I showed him, like, see, I have a confirmation number. He's like, hmm, there's a confirmation number for a different Marriott. <laughs> Which Marriott? It was, was a courtyard. It? I uh, remember I the we, road. Remember we drove in. I we was like, drove dang. right past it. We did, but I remember how I was like, "Dang, Glenn stepped it up." I yeah, know. I, this I was like, nice. "This is really nice." I didn't step yeah, it up. Are you he kidding? Didn't step it up. Not no, for her. No. no. I'm in a so how did you get down the road? <laughs> I had to call Lyft. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you're we fired right as an Uber it. driver, right? Past you it. did right past it. I said to the he goes, "Oh, that's five minutes away," and I was like, "Cool, so I can just walk." And he was like, "Take you thirty five minutes." I was like, "It's not a place you." Want to walk. No, no, I don't want to walk there. No. So yeah, called a lift. See, and they t- I should have waited until it's, you came out and said it was okay. It's fine. Thank you for picking me up. You got me a lot closer. Yeah, she, well, you got her close. Well, uh, yeah, because we drove right past it. It was right <laughs> off the highway. It's that man. I didn't even think. 
See, I think of there's that like as twelve I think Marriotts that as in this courtyard. Town. I don't yeah. think of it as Marriott. Where would you think? Well, of there was another Marriott right? right in front of it. Glenn booked it. Think of the cheapest one possible. Yeah, that's it. And there it that's is. That's what it was. See, I told and you. Actually, I thought I booked the Marriott in a completely different place, and it wasn't even the one I thought I booked. So there you go. It, it was Jeez. one of those. Anyway, thank you for the ride. Yes. Appreciate it. I'm going to bill you seven dollars and twenty four cents for my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can. You should have called me. I just would have upgraded you. <laughs> well, take That's a room. Funny. The heck with Glenn. <laughs> Leave her here. So then we drug Jamie over to the horse park, and we did a photo shoot, actually. We haven't had photos done, official photos, like for magazines and stuff. We haven't had them done in 10 years since I we appreciated that, though, because I was 10 years younger. And yeah. I really, <laughs> I'm I not had so sure I would like hair. I wasn't gray yet. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And my hair was like, that was when I used to spend money on my hair so it looked so good and yeah, he's like we need to update yeah. she was wearing makeup yesterday I almost fell over when I saw her I'm but. like I'm gonna look at these photos for another 10 plus years <laughs> like I should I should look like I have eyeliner on I you guess. did you look beautiful and it was a friend of ours that we knew from our acting company days she was 16 years old and she played a mud wench uh, and we worked with her. Don't for try years. to work it out. Yeah, don't I just work ignore it out. It. Uh, so it was thirty some years ago that we. And she lives in Kentucky, so she came up. She's a professional photographer, and oh. she. We saw some of the pictures today, and let me tell you, they were absolutely. They I'm made us look good. So pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Like really, so they even okay made me now, look right? handsome and distinguished. It was like crazy. So yeah, we we we'll show everybody the new pictures when we get them finally in. But they were she did a great job. Thank you, Carrie, for doing that. We really appreciate her. Well, doing we'll talk that. to her later. Yeah, she's she's going to be coming on the show a little bit later. So we we did a meetup last night at the Kentucky Horse Park. We probably had 20, 30 people there. And it was it was so much fun to me. Listeners drove from a long way, and we're gonna we're gonna share some interviews we did with some of them. But some came from hours away to to meet with us, which is crazy in our mind. Uh, but and some came from across the country, and you're gonna hear from one of those too. So uh, Horse Lovers has over 120,000 products, and you need to check the deal of the day every day. They have the lowest free shipping deal right now going on. I think this goes on through the day Monday. It, uh, it's free shipping offer. You get free shipping on any order over $29 in the lower 48 states. It excludes auctions and some products with extra shipping requirements. But they have this deal of the day every day. You should go check it every day because there really is a deal. And uh, I know Jamie has checked it a lot and has bought a lot of stuff from I'm it. I'm really glad I don't have a computer in front of me right now yes. because usually it <laughs> results in me spending money. And, and Chad getting mad. So, Horse Lovers, thank you also. Horse Lovers, Karen, sent a welcome box out to every host that we were staying with, and it was a surprise box. And Reese opened hers at the meetup last night in front of everybody. Oh, wow. So we have that video we're going to share with everybody in the next couple of days. It was so much fun seeing Reese open her box. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, we also got to do some interviews while we were there, and we want to go right to that because that was the most fun meeting our listeners. Nicole came up from Knoxville. Yep. Knoxville, Tennessee. And she has a cool new job, and we talked to her about that. Well, I'm so excited to be here at the Kentucky Horse Park, and I just met Dolly Parton herself. Well, <laughs> or no, it, it, it's you going to sing for us. <laughs> Tell everybody who you are and what you do. So I'm Nicole Gonzalez Hatfield, and my money-making profession is a civil engineer. So I design bridges and roads, 
And my part-time newly acquired skill is I'm a writer and performer at Dolly Parton Stampede in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Oh my God, that is so cool. Look at the bling on this shirt. My husband just showed me a picture. How adorable. How, uh, how, How was the audition? What do you have to do to audition for that? So you walk in and they take you to the arena and you learn a dance for about 10 minutes. On a horse or just a just, dance? Just on the ground. You do understand that you're going to have to do that. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, you're not getting away from that. Here's the thing, though. They hired me for my horseback riding skills. Not, not, your, dance, you don't, not your clogging? No. no. <laughs> but you do a dance, then the manager comes out and watches. And then I like turned around and a horse was there tacked up. And they're like, okay, jump on. Okay. And so you get on. And because I had riding experience... They were like walk, turn, trot, canter, and do that. It's like being in a flat class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tell you what to do. Yeah, okay. and then did they have you on like, a quarter okay, horse? Off. Little quarter horse. Um, trying to remember yeah, what they had. I yeah. think she's a quarter horse. Yeah. Um, and they're like, get off, and I'm like, okay. I didn't think it went well, and then <laughs> this other girl gets on and goes, and they call me back and offered me on the spot. The job? You were the only one that could ride that day. Yes, <laughs> Everybody no, the else other, fell yeah, off. The other girl, she didn't even know how to steer. Steer. Out of the so. so when you have this job and you're also a civil engineer, did, I mean, I would assume you take a bit of a pay cut, but you get yeah. to perform. Yeah. Is that like a COVID thing to get a different gig or just um, like a dream? It had always been a bucket list dream thing. And I saw we actually paid to go watch the show. And I saw like a little thing on the side of the webpage saying they're hiring. So I was like, I'm gonna regret it if I don't. So I auditioned and then they offered it. And- what was your first night like? Were you like scared to death? Okay, they don't train you. They just throw you in. Oh, here you not, go. <laughs> not the horse part, but like on the ground stuff. So they're just like, come on, throw on a costume and out you go. <laughs> um, but, you know, the more you go, the more you learn. And then um, my background has been in English jumping, which they don't have any of that there. So it's all Western. So I'm learning that. And then I'm learning to drive. I now can drive a cart, and I'm learning to drive the Conestoga wagons with the two draft horses. Don't they fly around with the Conestoga wagon? It goes pretty fast around the ring, um, doesn't it's it? It's like trotting. Is it trotting? Okay. Yeah. So what do, what do you do riding-wise? Right now, I'm just in the barrel relay race. But starting next week, we're training for the show, and I'll be in the opening, which is almost like a drill team-type things and cantering and trotting. I feel like they're not maximizing your potential. <laughs> you are a jumper. I mean, come on, Dolly. Let's get some fire and some hoops. So and they like, have that. Flames. But it's for Roman riding, which... Oh, there you go. There There's you go. That's your next one. I don't know That's in that. another month. <laughs> she she yeah, arrives this yeah. month. They throw her up there. Exactly. So. Is it everything you hoped it would be? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, beyond physically demanding and exhausting for a little desk potato <laughs> but, <laughs> but other than that it's it's really good and uh, they if when we were there and saw the show a couple times down there at dolly dollywood um they packed the place is it is it packed out not as much from COVID. covid yeah and they for most of covid had reduced capacity and they only just recently went full capacity but we have enough shows per day that it's not always sold that's out. the one where you eat dinner while you watch the show oh yeah, yeah. have you met dolly has she come by yeah she has not since I have been there, but many of my coworkers have. 
I yeah. don't think I've pictured. She's... And do they all say she's as nice as everybody th- says? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Dolly should be g- <laughs> goddess. Did, you know, I know, goddess Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is there anybody that doesn't like Dolly Parton? I mean, she she is like an institution in this yeah. country. Yeah. So now we have an in. Yeah, that's right. Oh, now you have to get us an interview with Dolly. Okay, okay. I'll work on that. For yeah, sure. you, yeah. You were... that's what you should spend your first few minutes talking to her about. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have these two people that really want to give you doing it. Well, congratulations! Thank on you. this is a dream. It's so cool. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like Nicole. We talked about this before, and this—it's so nice to finally put a face with yes. with the profession. Yeah, <laughs> new job. So yeah. congratulations! Next, next she'll be Thank trick you. rider traveling the oh, country, yes. dumping the horse husband at home. Oh, He'll be no. back there doing it. Her husband is going to be like, God dang it, she's Roman riding now. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm starting to understand horse time, that's for sure. Horse time, yes, horse time. So tell everybody, we'll end with this, how far you drove to be here tonight, just to see us. We're from Knoxville, Tennessee, and it was a little under three hours to get here. It's just nuts. Who drives three hours to see us? That's just crazy. We're like famous. We drive three hours to see you. Says the wife. Understand. Well, congratulations, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody else we caught up with is somebody that's been coming on our show for years and years and years. And it's Sarah. She's now the big boss at the Kentucky Horse Council. And we started talking to her when she was at, working at a college, I think, years ago. And Georgetown Sarah, College. Yeah, Sarah Coleman has also come on Retired Racehorse Radio uh, quite a bit at the beginning. So yeah. it's awesome to catch up with her. She came out to see us. So I am here with Sarah, who I've known for about 14 years now. And she's been through a few jobs since I've known her, but they've all been going up in stature. And now she's like the big boss here in Kentucky. She's the big boss of the Kentucky Horse Council. And I I guess they call you executive director. I like big boss. It fits you better. (laughs) She has a big attitude, so big boss works. So uh, what's going on in Kentucky? Absolutely. So we are actually gearing up. The Kentucky Horse Council has, we call it we call it our SOHO program, our Save Our Horses program. And we have two trainings that are coming up that are really exciting. Uh, one is the Large Animal Emergency Rescue Training. Yeah, yeah. And with... with uh, yes. Tori McLeod. Yeah. Yep. And Tori and Justin, excuse me. So they're actually coming out the September 10th, 11th, and 12th. And we're going to do a bunch of different... Um, Rescues. So they do like a mud rest, mud extraction. They do a cross country ditch fall. They do a barn fire. And we invite everybody from like veterinarians and vet assistants to firemen and policemen and EMTs to come in and learn how to work together. Because a lot of the civilians do not have a lot of equestrian training, even here in Lexington. And then later in September, we're getting prepared to do our livestock investigative training, which is a service we provide. We offer it to all sheriffs. Um, animal control officers, anybody who investigates potential abuse and neglect of horses or other livestock. And we have them come in. We're actually doing our training at the Secretariat Center here at the Horse Park and also at the Bluegrass Stockyards just down the road. And they learn everything from body condition score of horses and cattle and pigs to how to load them on trailers and who to call. And that's a really good service that we're trying to make sure we look out for horses all over Kentucky. Good. Look at you doing good work here. Are you enjoying this gig? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Good. Really good. We have a wonderful board. They're from all facets of the equine industry, and it's really neat. We just had our strategic planning this morning to pick their brains about where they want the organization to go and figure out how we can help more horses. Well, I I was so happy when I saw you got that because I knew you would do a good job and that you would be well-respected in the job because it's not an easy job sometimes. So, And you have one of the best. You know, there are horse councils in 
everywhere, but there are very few that are as active as Kentuckys. Absolutely. Yeah, and Absolutely. do and really do as much as Kentuckys. Yep, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. So then we're working on some things like I call it a PR in a box. So if there is a potential something coming down the pike that is affecting one state that we think might eventually affect all other horse industries in different states, we're trying to figure out how can we create press releases and information pieces that we can just mail to them and say, hey, here are the highlighted areas. Drop your information in and disseminate it because we need people to be aware of this issue. Great. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And with Sarah was somebody you talk to every time on Retired Horse Radio. Oh my Horse gosh, Race I love Radio. Leandra. Yeah. She does the best training tips on Retired Race Horse Radio. So she was there as well. So it was With really new vocations, cool. right? Yeah. She's also in charge of co- uh, costing people money and adopting horses out to our listeners. I know. I was supposed to go look at some horses and um, they did not get the American Pharaoh babies in that they thought they were going to. But I said, just, you know, call me. Uh, I said, don't even call her. Just ship the baby. Just <laughs> ship it. It's just fine. Just send it. It's an American Pharaoh baby. I love it. She just wants it for bragging rights. It doesn't matter if it's lame. So she doesn't. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Crazy, lame. I love it. <laughs> so uh, I also got to talk to Carrie, and you're going to hear a little bit about the old days of Glenn when it was the acting company days. Uh, so we talked a little bit about that. So good morning, everybody. I want you to meet somebody that we've known for. How 30 years? At least, uh, yeah, probably 30 so years. 30 years, yes. Yeah. So Carrie is here, and she came up to the meetup in Lexington. She lives south of Lexington. About two hours, yeah. And you guys have heard me talk uh, quite a bit about the acting company we used to have, where we did uh, <laughs> medieval feasts. And Carrie was a wench, and you were 16 years old then. I was. I was from 16 to 22. Is that how long you were yeah. with us? So Carrie used to cover herself in mud. She was a mud wench. So, and, you know, there wasn't fake mud. Carrie used to go out and find real mud. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I had makeup. I think by the end we had makeup. Yeah. But at first it was real. Yeah. I, My skin was so smooth those days. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time I played, uh, I always played the king, but there was one time I got money for some reason with you. We did a gig in town and I played That's like right. a mud beggar or something. That. I forget. What Why that did was? We do that? I don't I even know I what it was. Completely about that, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. So Carrie's a photographer now, and I begged her to take pictures of Jamie and I because our pictures are ten years old, and they're you know I was actually not gray as gray back then, and right. now can you color them for me? I can color them okay, for you. Good. We'll get you know, it. You'll, you'll look fifteen. We'll appreciate I'll make that. Make fifteen again. <laughs> so what was it like to do shows when you were fifteen years old? Because we had a big cast, we had twenty people, and we'd be in front of four hundred people sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. It was fun. I mean, it was such a, I don't know, it was, it was really, really fun to go and do it and escape and have that. Although you didn't know because you weren't in the shows early enough when you made, by the time you made your grand entrance, I had the whole audience eating out of my hands because I told them that you, that I was muddy because you would come and kick me when you were in a bad mood. I remember that. Yes, I would. And so that they all loved me and that you'd come and you'd wipe your feet on me and you'd hear the whole audience go, oh, that poor (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't do, we couldn't do that today. I literally had her get down and I'd wipe my feet on her (laughs) as I came in the room. You're right. That is not politically correct. (laughs) That wouldn't be good today. But the, the, and then the audience would be mad at me. Oh They'd yeah, they be would. Mad at me. Yeah, they would because I worked it beforehand. 
<laughs> it was a lot. We had a blast. We did those shows for 10 years. Yeah, it was a long time. It was called the Medieval Feasting Guild. And that was in pre-internet time. So we had to do all the bookings over the phone. And, and I would type in to your computer. I'd type in all the names. A and, very archaic computer. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, That's true. And you remember my mom and dad would play uh, a monk and a nun. And they would... Uh, they actually would take the tickets. That That's yes. right. I remember yes. that now. Now, I was trying to remember somebody, it wasn't someone the normal person, they didn't play their normal character, but their tagline was, Yaya Yubecha. Who was that? I don't remember. I don't remember either who it was, but I remember that line, and I'll say it to the kids all the time. Guys, <laughs> we had an executioner that weighed about 400 pounds, and he was taller than me big, huge guy with huge hands. And he would carry this huge axe, which I could barely lift around. But he was the sweetest man you've ever met in your life. And he would do origami. And he would do origami, little tiny intricate origami flowers with his fat fingers. And he was just the sweetest executioner you ever met. (laughs) He was just... I never saw him execute anyone. No, he was, he, he didn't like blood. No, so he no, that's right. that was he, the he, he was afraid that of blood. Was the whole so yeah, was the blood. Yeah, we had to did have a blast. I do so miss fun. perform. Well, we kind of perform now. You I perform mean, all the time. Yeah, it's different yeah. though. I'll tell you what's different is doing podcasts, and we like tonight we get to meet people that have watched, listen to the shows all the time and love it and everything. But we got immediate feedback then. Right. It's lonelier this way. It's yeah. a lot more isolation. You know, when you get the laughs and you hear the last 400 people laughing at your jokes or not laughing, you know. Well, you need to get Jen to have the canned laughter. <laughs> yeah, Jamie hates canned laughter. So, <laughs> yeah, but you should do it just So that's, that's not happening. But, yeah, so we did, we missed the immediate laughter and feedback. That, right. Yeah, I do miss that. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie, for coming up. Thanks for having us. I was so happy to sit down and talk to our friends Charlotte and Lisa. They came all the way from Seattle to... Well, they came from Seattle to go to a horse show at the <laughs> horse park, but they also are super fans of the Horse Radio Network and came out. And I would like to to read something to you, uh, Karen. This is what she wrote on her Facebook page, and she's talking about her awesome job that her mare did, and everything went great. She was like, some of the highlights are um, becoming more consistent with my horse and all these things. And she's 15. also, let's clarify that. Yeah, she's of teenager. course. Meeting Jamie Jennings, <laughs> a.k.a. the coolest person ever, exclamation point. Oh, and Glenn, too. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> of course. Oh, and Glenn, too. And she spelled her name wrong. Booyah. <laughs> I love it. So she said it's one she'll never forget, a trip she'll never forget. So I was very happy. She was so sweet, 15 years old and just killing it. So here she is, Charlotte. I am here with Charlotte at the Kentucky Meetup. But Charlotte, tell everybody where you're actually from. I'm from Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. And they came just to see us. They flew out just to see us here tonight. That's not true, is it? No, no. unfortunately not. But I mean, that's we were very happy to hear that we are <laughs> going to be able to meet you guys. But hey, Why are you here? I'm here for a horse show. All right. What are you riding and what are you doing? I do jumpers, hunter jumpers. and Tell us about your horse. Uh, I have two horses. I have a lease horse named Ginger and a horse named Belle, who I just got recently. Um, 
a bay and a chestnut, Ginger's the chestnut, and they are very, very fun to ride and super sweet. Yeah, and I'm going to ask how old you are, because... I'm 15. And you listen to... Your mother lets you listen to our show? Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's amazing. (laughs) How'd you find us? Uh, We were in the car one day, and my mom had told us that there's a podcast with horses, and so she had me listen to it, and I got hooked. You got hooked? Yes. Are you an auditor? Are you guys auditors? You should be. No, we talked about it a lot of times, but we never actually got our act together. You should be. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, although she cannot listen to the post show. That is not 15-year-old friendly, okay? See, I have heard about it, like, on your actual podcast, and I'm like, what are they doing? (laughs) Jamie is a, has a foul mouth. It's not me. It's her. It's all her. Outspoken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, she's outspoken. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you in Pony Club or anything? I used to be. I did eventing for eight years. Yeah. Um, and I did Pony Club for a while, but I left to actually do so Jamie's walking over here. She was talking to somebody else. I'm sorry, I'm this girl is like a super fan of yours. She thinks you're great. I don't know why, but she does. I love her too. I love you too. <laughs> We're best friends now. Yep. So. Now they're probably going to become auditors, but I did warn that 15-year-olds aren't allowed to listen to the post show. That's probably not a good you idea. Need to change that. She's in the horse show circuit, Glenn. There is nothing. That's oh, true. that is true. Is yeah, true? that is true. Yeah, nothing not she her. hasn't heard in the barn. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Don't tell mom that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, mom. She's there, too. <laughs> yeah. She, she drives true. the truck. So that's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. So how many days did it take you to get over here? Uh, we actually flew. Um, so the but, horses came over separate. Yes, yes, they drove. They It took them, I don't know, how long? Like a week? Really? To get here? Yeah. Because they had to stop a lot. Stop, stop. How are you doing here at the circuit? I mean, I don't want to go home. Uh, you like Kentucky? Yes, I yeah. love it. This Why? has been great. Because um, it's not Seattle. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, great. No. <laughs> no offense, no offense, sorry. No, I don't live in the city. I'm lucky about that. Yeah. yeah. But um, I like the expansiveness without all the trees blocking. Yeah. And I love humidity. Is that weird? No. Okay, I love humidity. Yeah. That is kind of weird, actually. I live in Florida, so... She's curly hair, and she loves humidity. Yeah, you wouldn't like Florida. Uh, Actually, I'm not a huge fan of Florida. It's too hot. Yeah, it is kind of warm. Yeah, Yeah. too hot. We're glad to be out for a little while. Yeah. Well, this is so exciting that you got to come all the way here and show, and also got to meet us. I yes. mean, let's be honest. Yes. That's the highlight That's of the, the show. That's the highlight of the show. Me. Yeah, you. Well, she said she likes it better when you take over You're the great. show. You're great, but I do love Jamie as well. Oh, <laughs> this interview is over now. Yeah. I just, I love Jamie's personality because it's very similar to mine. Mm. You swear a lot? Wait, yes, I, half of my goal for this trip was to get Jennifer to laugh because it cracks me. We yeah. laugh so hard in the car when we hear Jennifer laugh. Yes. It just makes our... Yeah. You talk, you got to get over here into the microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so did you get Jennifer to laugh? I have not. Darn. Tri- uh, do a pratfall. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Dance or something. Trip and fall. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> I can't dance at all. So she sounds like she'd be, when you're out sometimes, she'd be make a g- 
great fill-in co-host. I would absolutely love to. I think she'd be terrific, actually. We'll have to do that when you're she's out not, She's not shy. No, there's no I'm shy not there. Very shy now. No, there's no shy there at all. No. Not, do you, are you planning on doing the horse thing full-time, like forever? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my goal is to do Young Rider. So once I get good enough, And once you turn 18, you can go out to California to Flag and Farm and begin your certification to become a Monty Roberts certified instructor. And then I can take it to the show. You. Well, she hasn't called yet. But <laughs> I'm waiting <laughs> any day. I don't know. I don't know about. You can her. introduce so that, that to the show out. world. You'll change lives. See, I've got oh, your whole I life plan. Sit down. Let's okay. give me a pen. <laughs> All right, give me a pen. Black chair. Got it. Awesome. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us here. It's been a pleasure yeah, to meet you. Thank you for coming here. It's been amazing. So funny. She said she won't listen, and if mom wants to put it on the card lesson, she won't let her. Because she has to listen when she's in bed because it's her it's her ritual. I'm like, there's a whole hour and a half there, you know. You could like, like we <laughs> Not do the first some 10 good minutes. stuff at the end. I mean, geez. So Karen, we're sitting here in your gazebo. It's a beautiful night. We brought the good weather from Florida, apparently. Thank you. Yeah. Because <laughs> it had been hot. It's beautiful here. And we're on our uh eighth day now of this adventure. And I wanted to thank you here because this trip is possible because of Kentucky Performance Products is our title sponsor. Yeah. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And now you know why I couldn't get Jamie the fancy hotel. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm going to start charging you per hour. There you go. Things like this. You just, you just need to say, uh, here's my expectation. Yeah, yes. that's right. We get the yeah, fancy put in RV. Contract, you know, I <laughs> need to stay in the nice man. We get the fancy RV. She gets a crappy hotel. Yeah. Pretty that's much right. wherever Karen drives me is where I'm going to stay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll take you to the good place. <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen, this is a beautiful farm. You're in Versailles, which everybody says it's said wrong. Versailles. That's, yeah, it's uh, the Versailles of Kentucky. <laughs> And we were in Versailles earlier today, and I got to tell you, we're heading out to Woodford Reserve, Mm -hmm. and we're going to interview a friend of yours who lives directly across the street from Woodford Reserves. And let me tell you, that is the most beautiful drives out there. It is the most spectacular. Jamie kept going, oh my God, this is like a postcard. I lived here for like years, and I I still get here, and I'm like, oh my my God. Well, particularly down the roads that you go to get to Jan's, the the barns. (laughs) I mean, they're just for miles. You just see these beautiful horse barns. Just my just and one after babies another, running after around another. in fields and oh my gosh it was just majestic. If you have not done a bluegrass driving tour and you yeah. are listening to this, you need to come to the mecca of the world <laughs> that is horses, <laughs> Lexington, Kentucky, and surrounding areas. I, I drive around here still, even now, and I've been here for almost thirty years. And I drive around and think Doesn't to myself, get old. I am the luckiest person in the world to live here. Oh. It is so beautiful every day. Yeah, I so. loved living here until it was winter and there was like really cold. <laughs> I'm from New York. That doesn't. Yeah, this is okay. See, I was from Georgia, so this is too much. Yeah. This, is, this is not cold. No. <laughs> so, so we're here, and we can see your barn. We can see your horses here, and uh, tell us a little bit about your horses. Uh, well, let's see. I have four horses on the farm. Two of them are owned by Stacy Kerwood, who you're going to talk to later. She owns the thoroughbreds, and uh, I own the warm blood and the pony, the two fatsos. The two fat ones. <laughs> the two yeah. pintos. I noticed. They're both yeah. pintos. I know. Isn't that yeah. funny? They're both pintos. Button Jeff pintos. Yeah. yeah. yeah mini me. Yeah. One's 11 hands and one's six. Well, one's 10 hands and one's 16 one hands. And um, so everybody, a lot of people know about Oreo because I've talked about him um, on the dressage radio show. And I've owned him now for about three years. Um, he's a Georgian Grande, which is three quarters Frisian, one quarter saddlebred. So it's kind of an interesting breed. And you would think. 
trappy much, you know, moving, but he's really a pretty mover. And um, he's a really good boy. Um, I do everything with him. Um, I've had some good success with dressage with Reese's help. Um, he can get in the ring and win me a few ribbons, which is nice. He's a good boy. And then uh, when I brought him back to my farm because of COVID, um, I started going trail riding with Stacy um, because she gets her thoroughbreds out there in the woods. And turns out that he's like the king of the trail ride. Really? He loves water, any water. He'll go in any water you aim him at. He loves it. He thinks it's the greatest thing on earth. And he's got kind of big feet, you know, with the Frisian thing. And he loves to just splash and splash and splash. But he'll go anywhere. And he's just such a good guy. I just, I'm crazy about him. (laughs) Jamie saw today why he was named Oreo. No, I mean, I'd seen the pictures. He's the most appropriately named. Like, I've had black and white paint horses that always come to you named Oreo. But he actually looks like an Oreo cookie. <laughs> he does. Like he's black in the front, black in the back, white in the middle. Yep. <laughs> and there's nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. There's on no white on his too. face. Yeah, there's on no both white sides. on his back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Both sides. He he's a flashy like horse. Cookie. He is really a flashy horse. And I, of course, love the pony. Ginger. The, the ponies are so... That one's a little ten-hand pinto pony. So cute. Yeah, yeah. adorable. And, and ponies, for some reason, like dogs like me. Dogs like me and ponies like me. Came right up to me and just rubbing all over. Just ponies like me. I don't know what it is. I like ponies. But you um, obviously own Kentucky Performance Products. And Karen, I drove by when we were coming in to Reese's on Friday. We drove by the restaurant. I didn't remember the name, but I saw it and recognized it right away that we, this all started at. We met at a was restaurant. That Italian place. Yeah, it was on the Giuseppe's. right. Yeah, as we were driving through mm-hmm. town, it was there. And uh, we ate there. And that's where I talked to you about becoming a sponsor of Horse mm-hmm. Radio Network probably 12 years ago now. And you said yes. And that was the start. And you've been with us ever since. And I'm one of our biggest sponsors to this day. So when I drove by, it was a little nostalgic. I you know. know. You texted me. It was so funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> those, those were the days. <laughs> those were, that's where it started. I had done this presentation and everything. We, and I was pretty honest that we didn't have many listeners <laughs> back then. But it was, you know, you had belief that podcasting was going to grow. Well, and I had started listening to um, podcasts or some of the things that I was interested in, so I knew what a podcast was. And people, that was the early days. You had an iPod to listen to podcasts, yes. and you had to work at it. Yes. <laughs> it yes. Like, it's not like now. You know, there were no iPhones You had to then. plug your if, if children listening. An iPod is yeah. this rectangular object <laughs> that would hold audio, and you'd plug it into your computer mm-hmm. and drag things into the little icon and then listen to them later. Later, yeah. yeah you can listen live. There, there was, was none no, of that. There was no internet in the sky <laughs> no. back then. No, no. it didn't <laughs> exist. An iPod. It was crazy. When iPhones came out, then podcasting got a little more popular, but it's been in the last five years that it's yeah. really taken off. Well, and then I was listening to a podcast, and they announced another podcast, and it was one of the morning shows, one of the big morning shows. And they're going, we're a podcast now. Now you can listen to us as a podcast. Poser! You know, and I'm like, you're a little late to the party. Yeah, that's right. What are you even waiting for? (laughs) We've been doing this a long time. I think of Charlotte, that little 15-year-old that is listening. And Charlotte, there used to be telephones that were attached to walls. (laughs) With cords on them. With cords cords on on them. And you had to stand next to the wall to talk on the phone. With your parents listening while you were talking to your girlfriend. Other people could pick up the phone in other parts of the house and listen in. Or if you had a long enough cord, you could go around the corner and into the bathroom and close the door and talk to your boyfriend. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. We did get those long, Long stretchy spring cords. Until your father came and knocked on the door. What are you doing? Get off that damn 
phone. So when we were over at Reese's, speaking of Kentucky Forwards products, when we were at Reese's, we walk in her feed room, beautiful farm, and I did a little video tour oh for God, the auditors. Oh my God, that's gorgeous. We're staying there, it's beautiful. So we were at Reese's, because I'm so excited about this, we walked in the feed room, and there's 25 Kentucky Performance Products <laughs> buckets there. People, when we say we use the products that we advertise, and we believe in the products that we advertise, we really mean that. You know, and Karen knows that because, you know, she sees, she, she makes you money off of Jamie. You know you think and Reese me. has a lot, you should walk into Karen's stack room. <laughs> it's pretty, it's like pretty brand specific in there. I think. Like. Yes, it is. <laughs> but, we, you know, we really do believe in these products because they work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we believe in them. You told us a funny story, though, because you've become kind of a celebrity now on the Dressage Radio Show. And people are starting to recognize you when you're in Wellington. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, it was. I was with, of course, I was with Reese, but still, there a couple of young ladies came across the parking lot and they were like, "Are you, are you Karen from the Dressage Radio Show?" And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Uh, yeah." Well, I was like, "What did I do wrong?" And oh my god, we can't believe we're meeting just you. Just see, a line. So funny. Autograph start over here. I was okay, just formaline. It's very strange. That's so cool. And I get phone calls from customers that that have questions, and they'll say, "Oh." You know, I've listened to you on the dressage radio show and you said to call and I'm calling and I can't believe I'm talking to you. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. One it, of the first times funny. we got that was at Rolex in the early days and I would waiting in line for food and somebody two people back says, "Are you Glenn?" and I'm like, "Oh, is it the police?" What's yeah. <laughs> what did I there? do? Yeah, what did I do? <laughs> and they were like, "You're Glenn. We listened to you on the radio." And because the voice, well, you know? your voice, so, yeah. you can't miss that voice. So we've gotten that a lot. You know, it's been it's been fun over the years. But yeah, thank you so much for everything you've done for the network and everything you've done for horses. Well, it's just it's been great. I mean, it's been so much fun going on this journey with you guys and and just seeing how well the podcast has done and just one podcaster for another after another after another and they just all do yeah, well. Yeah, let's not and, forget I mean, Retired amazing. Racehorse Radio, right? Title sponsor yeah. for us yes, and, and that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a show without you and I just I feel like we've done so much good for so many off the track yeah. thoroughbreds who've been adopted or brought awareness to and and we owe it to you and your vision for for that and and thank you for oh, everything. Well, done. thank you. And you know, we did that testimonials, that tell us testimonials contest. And it was just so much fun reading everybody's stories. You know, this is my horse. And then they, they tell you the whole story. I mean, it, it just, it was great. And it's, it's, you know, we work really hard and my staff works really hard and it's really gratifying to, to hear that it's helping horses. So yeah. I noticed in Reese's indoor that there's like a st- a couple stalls, which very easily could be converted into an apartment. Are you considering doing anything like that in your indoor? And how much is rent? And when, do I, <laughs> when can I move in? I mean, this place is to die for. Okay. This is like a. This is we a just need to do a little tiny read. house. Before you know, the tiny we house? run out of time, I have to mention this because it blew our minds. You just put up this big, nice indoor. How big is it again? It's seventy by two hundred. Okay, so it's dressage size. It's a full size yeah. dressage court. How many trucks of dirt did it take? Because nothing is level in in this part of the county. Nothing. There's nothing that's level. Ever. I live on a hillside. Yeah, everybody lives on a hillside. How many trucks of dirt? Three hundred. Three hundred trucks. And, and not she not little trucks. Dirt from her neighbor. <laughs> yeah, trucks. She, they dug it out of the neighbor's field. Yeah, my neighbor. <laughs> no, my neighbor sold it to me from his from his from his cow <laughs> pasture. Can you dig up the clay over here, you please? You said no problem. The cows won't miss it. We'll just give you the. <laughs> 
300 yeah. truckloads. 300 truckloads. crazy. And it took like eight months to move It took the a dirt. long time to do it oh because God. they had to, they, they, they would bring in dirt and then they would pack it and then we'd let it sit a little and then we'd bring in some more dirt and pack it and then it would rain That's and then it would snow. And, <laughs> and then the guy that was doing it had trouble with his health and he couldn't come for a few months. And I was like, oh, <laughs> truck I'm never going to get yeah. this thing done. But finally, finally, yes, it's we here. have it's a beautiful. roof. And it's beautiful. It's almost done now. You're going to be spoiled. Oh, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Jamie's waiting to be spoiled at her farm. She's spoiled now, but she really wants a covered uh, uh, riding area. It, it doesn't yeah. have to be this big either. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you that after being at Reese's and being here at Karen's, my um, my taste of Taking a step up. <laughs> well, you know, I figured if you're going to go, go big. You better be doing a cu- You're going to be hosting a couple more shows here before we're done. Yeah. yeah you fine. had us go over and visit somebody today uh, that we had so much fun at because we were visiting Thoroughbred Babies. Let me tell you guys listening, this is going to cost you money. Go ahead. Yes. So tell us where, give a little history about why we went there to Jan and Brett's. To Jan and Brett's. Yeah. Um, Jan, uh, well, Brett went to school with my son. They've been friends since, I think, kindergarten. And so I've known Jan for a long time through school. And Jan's in the thoroughbred industry, and her husband's in the thoroughbred industry. And um, they have just this lovely farm over there. And when Brett got out of college, I think they just, Brett wanted to be involved. And Brett's real, he's real outgoing and just gregarious and loves people. And they decided to start doing these farm tours, but not just your regular farm tour. I mean, the farm tour that they do, you can get in the stalls with the babies, you can touch them, they'll go out, take you out into the pasture, and Brett knows all the babies, and he knows everything about them, and it's just so much fun. It's the it, first farm tour I've been on where they were like, come on in yeah, to the pasture yeah. with like all these mares of fun. They're like, you're horse people, you'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's, it's really Let's hear fun. from Jan and Brett. They're with Sun Valley Farm, and they do offer tours. Well, they're going to tell you all about it. I don't think it gets any better than being in the bluegrass and... It doesn't get any better than being in the bluegrass on a breeding farm. And and Sun Valley Farm is just, this place is just heaven, you guys. Jan and Brett are with us. And um, I mean, not only is the, are the grounds spectacular and the views and the rolling hills, but just the quality of horse y'all have here, you should be just incredibly proud of. We are. It's awesome. So give everybody... Oh, the bomb right on cue. Perfect. Thank you, Brad, I, for having them do that. He heard what I said about yeah. quality. So, Jan, tell everybody a little bit of the backstory on, on on how you came to be the owner of Sun Valley Farm. Well, um, 35 years ago, I married um, the man, the boy next door, and um, his dream was to own a horse farm in Kentucky. I was a kid who grew up begging for a pony from the time I was six years old, got one at 12, rode all the way through college. And so after our son was born in 1995, we started looking for a farm. We found this 200 acres that had originally owned Alan Paulson, was part of Brookside Farm. And we moved here with two dogs, a two-year-old, seven horses, and a couple of wheelbarrows. And a dream. And a dream. And, a dream. <laughs> exactly. and it's, it's definitely coming true. Now, you say that you rode forever. Do you have one of these guys that you keep around for undersaddle stuff? I have not ridden since I don't know, a long time. Too busy running a breeding farm. <laughs> probably, probably since I got married, I've not ridden a horse. Oh, wow. Well, there's so many beautiful horses here. I actually, for you guys listening, 
Uh, Jan has promised me a foal. <laughs> Somehow there's a little tiny honor code baby out there with my name on it now. So I just want to get that for public record. Jan, if you could make sure you... Brett's looking at her going, well, I didn't know about that. Nobody told me. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. The, t- so... You moved here that many years ago. The farm is spectacular. Brett, what role do you play here in the farm uh, besides the, the two-year-old now grown up? Right. Owner's son is, <laughs> is definitely the main thing is, is you kind of get to do everything. Uh, so a lot of mowing has to happen, but I'm also just... And your lines with, are impeccable. Yeah, thank, that's right. Thank you very much. Uh, but I'm also just helping with any daily operations, you know, Whatever needs to be done, we're here at 5.45 in the morning, getting everybody in, getting everybody fed, all that stuff. Uh, but, of course, also one of my main jobs is being a tour guide around here as well, too. So showing people around and, and talking about the industry and, and getting people excited about thoroughbreds. I want to talk about that, but how many foals do you guys do a year? 20 to 25. 20 to 25. Okay. Yep. And they're, yeah. So... One of the things we talked about years ago when we started the Horse Radio Network and lived here in Lexington was, and they were just starting to do it, but it wasn't much, is we have all these beautiful properties out here and nobody can see them. Nobody was able to visit a horse. You could come to Lexington and not be able to get close to a horse. You just see them in the fields. And it's farms like yours now that are trying to change that. So explain that. Well, when Brett graduated from college a few years ago, um, we knew that Woodford Reserve Distillery across the street, which is literally across the street, literally yeah. across the street. Um, I see a, the bourbon flowing uphill right now. <laughs> had 150,000 visitors a year. And we thought if we could just tap into that, um, visit horse country had kind of gotten started getting people behind the, behind the fences on some of the big stud farms. And we thought, you know what, um, Brett being technologically advanced could build a website for us and I found some booking software and we decided we would just do this on our own and here we are and we've had over 11,000 visitors since spring of 2018. That's what I was going to ask you. Are Do people book their tours through the Visit Horse Country or you no. guys are on your own? No, we are visitsunvalleymayors.com okay. and you can go right there to book your tour. Um, do you prefer they visit before or after drinking bourbon at oh, Woodford? Either way. Okay, good. All right. Either okay. way. We're, we're, we're flexible. What are their preferences? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. If after, they went, you want some brought along. Yeah. Drink with yeah, that's right. I was like the hashtag bring a bottle for Brett. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> put, put that in the I asked Brett, I, I wondered if, uh, I said, do you guys, before I ask my next question, I mean, he's young, and I said, do you drink do you drink bourbon? And his answer was, of course. Of course. <laughs> like, I was an idiot. Yeah. Like, how dumb. You can walk right a, next to Woodford yeah. and down the street from Buffalo Trace. Yeah. And around you can the walk across and tap a barrel. I yeah. mean, it's like... Yeah. Just finished up my Shawshank style tunnel underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> I go and tap that every morning. So. It is important, though, and, you, and finally this is happening in this area because if we want to preserve this lifestyle, if we want to preserve what we do, more people... As you said earlier, more non-horse people have to be brought into the horse world somehow. And by seeing a horse up close is how we do that. Education Absolutely. breeds interest. Yes. Like that. Yep. We always that. say today's visitor is tomorrow's customer. Oh, yep. Yeah. And and more of them are doing it. Are more of them doing it? Absolutely. Okay. Brett, you want to give them the hook? Yeah, sure. So um, <laughs> we've had a couple of folks that come out here and they, they get really interested and they want to talk to, to Barry and, and, and really kind of get more invested in the thoroughbred industry. But we started something as well, too, where we can sell shares of these horses on kind of a smaller scale as well, too. People, um, we've now been offering for 1% 
uh, for some of our foals as well too. So we sell 100 shares, 100% of some of our babies here, and then they're going to follow them from the time that they buy. Or you know, we usually we'll have them around March, and and uh, hopefully we'll we'll be born around March. We'll start getting them around May, and then say, here we go. Uh, we'll be on the way to um, sending them to the auction, and uh, they can follow along that entire process. Learn so when it. you said the honor code babies, really, I could buy in a, a percentage of them. Okay, gotcha. I'm, <laughs> I'm figuring it out. Yeah. She, she got me with the hook there. Babe. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a genius idea. So yeah. people come and they see these bulls. Oh my God, I love that one. Oh good. Well here, you can invest in one share of right. the horse and you can follow you along. You say you went to Kentucky and you bought a horse. Oh my so, God. So, okay. Listeners are now asking us if we know what they ask. It's been 10 years of doing this. They're asking, what's an average share go for? And I know it's different. Okay. So we had four that we're offering this year. So two are already sold out here. I'm just going to have you not because of her phone. Oh, there. sorry. Yep. Yes, you're right. Uh, so... We're going to have for four this year, and each of them are going to go for $550 for the two in November, and then there's going to be two that are going to go to January. So Horse Radio Network could buy a share in one of your foals. Yes. For so, $550, and that's that's it. Horses in the morning needs to buy a share of a baby. <laughs> we need to buy a horse in Kentucky, yes. Glenn. Yeah, yes. We, have two we can say we went to Kentucky and we went home with a racehorse. Bought a horse. Exactly. But the two for January here are different as well, too. We have the Arrogate Colt available. He's $950 for 1%. And then we have Fevered Kiss by Unified for $450. We're awful, awful, offer both for $1,250. So a lot of folks want to come in here, and they want to... Have it's a special. Today it. only. Buy it by 5 o'clock. But that was a cross What did I get it from? I don't know. Uh, but, you know. Yeah. And if you buy it by 4 o'clock, you get a free hat. Right. <laughs> and, and so. People love free shirts. Sure. sure. So it's just an interesting way for them to get invested in the thoroughbred industry and have a, a true stake. You know, we, we love the way that my race horses come together and you yeah. have uh, micro shares of horses. But we're like, I, I like micro shares, but I feel like something that's a little bit more. You know, higher percentage so, has more of a... a so now that Horse Rider Network is going to invest in the horse, um, so how do I get my... When do I get my money back, if ever? Yeah, after the November auction or the January auction, depending on which one you purchase into. And then by the time we get our money back from Keeneland, we'll be able to disseminate to our, our investors. Is there any available now? There are uh, some available for January. Uh, the ones for November are pretty well sold out. Okay. Um, so that's, there might be still a few. There's, so we have to wait for like two more months, that's no, all? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. She said there might be some available. I want to go see this horse we're buying. Let's Ones, well, the ones that are available to that, that we are going to sell, and, and we have a. Oh, gotcha. You know where I'm going with this, right? We have a group of super fans mm -hmm. that uh, are called our auditors, about 500 of them. Mm -hmm. And once they hear this, they're all going to want to get together and buy shares. So uh, we're definitely going to have to get a picture of the ones that are available. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll absolutely do that. Yeah. Okay, so, and so, I think horse in the morning we need to buy, buy into one. Well, it, close the door before your wife gets in. <laughs> She's the bookkeeper. You don't have to take it home. That's the good part. Yeah, I don't have to feed there it. There are yeah. no bills. No pooping. There's no bills. There are no bills. No pooping. See, I thought this was an interview and not a sales pitch. Y'all are good. You guys are good. No, this has been absolutely spectacular. The The dream that you guys had and have made come true is awesome. And what's really special about it is it's a family thing. You guys have made this a, a lifestyle for your family. And... Uh, I, I mean, this is a dream of every little girl. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. you did it. You married <laughs> it. Yeah, you drug it along. <laughs> so, well, final question. Where do you see, from your perspective as breeders, where do you see the thoroughbred industry going? Are we still, you know, right now everything's going up like skyrocket. But do you see that for a long term? Where do you see racing in 10 years? I hope it's still here because we love it. 
you know, I mean, everybody else turns on the TV and watches basketball, football, and baseball. Our family turns on the TV and watches horse racing. We watch TVG and, at our house. Yeah. <laughs> TVG. And, and, you know, we may fall asleep and pretty soon you wake up and you go, oh, that one was born on my farm. Uh, and that's cool with awesome. that. Yeah. You know, when you wake up and you hear a familiar name that you go, oh my gosh. So, you know, I really hope that it can hang around for a long time. And, and you know, we just really want to be a part of it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, on on whatever level, yeah, you know, we can as we go through this process. What's the website? Uh, visit sunvalleymares.com. So if let's just clarify, if you come here to take the tour, you don't have to buy a horse. No, okay, all right. no, no, and, and you can come out here and you can learn all about the industry and and we'll talk and you know, we keep it pretty relaxed. And you get to meet babies, and, yeah, meet babies and and get hands on and and uh, we love having kids and and adults of all ages. You know anybody that is interested well, at all in horses. We love every to talk season about. is different. You know, in the springtime we have little babies. Yeah. In the summertime, we start to wean, so you kind of get to see them as they get to be about, you know, middle school age. (laughs) And then in the fall, they are all weaned, and they're going through that glamour process, getting ready to go to auction. So you get to see that process and how much they've changed. We have some people who, we had people last year who were here right before shutdown for quarantine. And they came back last fall, and they're like, Oh my gosh, I was here when this foal was two days old last spring. Um, and they got to see that foal then as he was getting prepped to go to auction. Wow. Which is just, I mean, you know, that's for us is like the epitome of the whole thing. And if you buy a share, you get to come back for free. So, yeah. well, your passion comes out. It really does. So, congratulations Thanks. on building all of this and making it cool. Yeah, kitty, kitty. We think mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, oh, Jamie found a cat, so we're done. Uh, (laughs) squirrel (laughs) thanks you guys you're welcome thank you hey we want to thank our sponsor uncle jimmy for for everything that they've done but i want to tell you about uncle jimmy's hanging balls and licky things it's they are used to combat stall boredom by providing your horse entertainment in the stall and at the same time providing them with much needed minerals and nutrients that are either not found in other treats or are left at the bottom of the box or the bin so ask for uncle jimmy's hanging balls licky things and squeezy buns at your local tack and feed supplier. They might laugh if you ask for them, but they probably know what they are. Or you can go online to uncle-jimmies.com. That's uncle-jimmies.com. And we've been giving away a lot of squeezy buns on this trip, and we haven't found a horse yet that doesn't like squeezy buns, let me tell you. They've been very popular. Thanks for dinner. It was delicious. Yes. Thank you for Karen for dinner. We appreciate that also. Thank you, everybody, for listening, too. Uh, just to give you an update, we are now in Lexington. Tomorrow morning, Jennifer and I, you, Jamie got to see the RV at least once on this trip. It's a little nicer than I thought. Yeah. I'll give you a little street cred there. Yeah. You, you well, know, from the outside, it looks smaller. You know what? He puts the... me in the slummy hotel, <laughs> and he's up here at, like, this super nice... RV. I Whatever. tried my best. I dropped you, you off at the right place. Karen, we, I should have never left. <laughs> so we're heading tomorrow. We're driving six hours north. We're going to Michigan. We're going to a camp. Marie, one of our auditors, helped set that up. And we're doing, uh, we're camping. Uh, like 30 people responded. So I don't know how many campers there's going to be. But uh, we're staying at a horse campground. And apparently it's tied into the longest trail system in Michigan. So we're going to be in Michigan. We're going to be there doing our thing. 
and Gen- they're bringing horse for Jennifer so she gets to ride. Uh, so she's so happy about that. She's <laughs> clapping in the background. So she's going to get the ride, and we're going to get to have a lot of fun in Michigan. Then we're heading to Ohio. So check the meetup schedule. Go to horseradionetwork.com. Click on the banner at the top of the page. Karen, they can find you and your products at? Uh, KPPUSA.com. It's burned on my brain. I can't <laughs> say that. My eyes closed. And Jamie can be found at Flyover Farm. Just look up Flyover Farm on Facebook, and that's where you find all the cool videos. Actually, you have to look up Flyover Farm Jamie Jennings. Oh, really? Because apparently There's somebody else one? dared really? steal FiverFarm.com. Like, oh whatever. Dead to me. Uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> go there and find that. That's it for today's show. We'll be back on Wednesday from Michigan. Jamie will be back in Oklahoma. Spade, neuter, geld. Spade, neuter, geld.